Hey, I'm September Smith, and this is the She's All That podcast, season two. As always, conversations with women doing awesome shit is the foundation of my podcast. And in this transition season to a post-pandemic world, my guests are business owners combining their agile business jobs, their expertise, and their insight to offer their clients innovative solutions for the post-pandemic business reality. Each and every one brings a fresh edge to business that you'll want to hear about. Welcome to the She's All That video podcast. Uh, Today, I am really excited to be bringing you something that you might not have heard of. Well, you might have heard of it, but not really known about it. And the person that I'm going to be interviewing about this is Amanda Tento. Amanda is the owner and the founder of TDM Marketing. She also has set up 337 Networking and she's the host. She's another podcaster, the host of the Determined Mom Show podcast. Amanda's area of expertise is all around Google My Business. She is a Google My Business expert and educator. Amanda, thank you so much for taking the time to come and talk to me about this today. Yes, thank you, September, for having me. I love this topic and I love, well, I just love everything about it. Well, I have to say, before I met you, we we met through a, a virtual networking event and when I heard what you did, it was, what? You you yeah. do what? Which, which is like, once I understood what it is that you do and how powerful it is, I thought, okay, I need to share this. So... Just, just for some background information, this season of my podcast, this whole second season is all about focusing on women who have businesses and expertise that we should all be checking out and things that can give us an edge in this unfolding post-pandemic era of business. And make no mistake, we're not going back to business as it was pre-pandemic. So we all need to up our game and we need to find the tools that are going to help give us that edge. Google My Business might very well be one of those tools for you. So listen in. So Amanda, I read on your website that you help small businesses to increase their revenue by up to 20% using only Google My Business, typically in just six to nine weeks. Yes, that is 100% How do you true. do that? Like, what what is this Google My Business? And how can it be so powerful yet so under the radar for so many people? Yeah, so let's start with the first question. Okay. What is Google My Business? Yeah. Um, and that is a listing tool. It's a free listing that Google created for business owners. They actually created it in June of 2014. However, initially, they had complete control over everything. They had complete control over all of the information. And then what they realized was that people were showing up on a Sunday to a business that was closed because they thought it was open it was inaccurate information. So you know how Google likes to get everything just right. Um, So they decided that they wanted to allow business owners to manage that information themselves. So then that way, all of the information on Google would be more accurate. So that is where that came from. However, when, when when did they finally make that shift? Did it take them a while? It took them a little while. Yeah. So it took them a couple years to kind of figure that out, probably like 2015, which, you know, it happened. So so six years now, we've had this potentially powerful tool. Tell me more. Tell me more. What are we missing out on? Tell me more. It is hugely powerful. So imagine that anyone on like 79% of people, I will say, um, use their mobile phone to search for things on Google. Okay. So out of all of the search engines, 79% of those searches on mobile take place on Google. That's huge. That's like 80% of all searches in the world take place on Google. And in a 
and there's 10 countries that even more than that um, takes place. So like Japan, the United States, Canada, more than 80% of those searches on mobile take place on Google. So it is absolutely paramount that Google is literally gifting you a free tool that you can put your name, your phone number, your address, your website, your appointment link, you know, your photos, your products, your services. They're gifting you this amazing tool that you can literally share all about your business with the world for free. And you can, it's just so powerful and highly it, overlooked. Yeah. How is it that it is so overlooked? Why, why do so few business people know about it? So they may know about it, but they mm -hmm. probably forgot about it. So what often happens with Google My Business is SEO companies will um, kind of just tell business owners that it's one of the directory listings. So it is a directory listing technically, mm -hmm. um, but it's way more powerful than a typical directory listing. So um, a lot of times SEO companies or web designers might claim the Google My Business for the business owner, and then it literally just sits there. They never know that they have to do anything else with it. They don't update the hours. They don't change any photos. It's just kind of like there. Mm -hmm. And that's for the 50% that have actually claimed it. There's also the other 50% that have a listing out there that don't even know anything about it. And so it's really important to claim your listing. And if you don't have one already created, then you must create it. Yes, I, ha I fall into that first 50% I had. A listing. Yeah. And then I just didn't really know what to do with it or see the relevance of it until I met you and that had me rethinking it. So I've also seen you say that it gets small business owners more revenue at a lower cost and higher ROI, return on yeah. investment. Is it just for small businesses? And, and if so, like, what are we talking about when we say small businesses? It is for everyone from the solopreneur like me, and um, I'm assuming you, um, mm -hmm. you might not have a large team, but um, if you have a team at all, it's from anywhere from you, just yourself, all the way up to thousands of employees. Um, where it kind of cuts off is those huge corporations like Target and Walmart and those kind of things. They have what's called a knowledge panel. So if you were to Google Target, on the right-hand side, you're probably going to see their knowledge panel, which kind of looks like a Google My Business listing, but it's less interactive. Okay. Is that where it's like find the location nearest you kind of thing for, for multi-location businesses? No, it kind of looks more like a Wikipedia page, but a little oh. bit nicer looking. Um, so it's just got like some links and their logo and some pictures and it like when they were started and a little bit of background about the company. So that's so no, more of the like knowledge panel. Sounds like it's much juicier for us for smaller businesses. Yeah. Yeah, it is. We have so much more control over the information and we can actually change most of our information as well. Now, one of the things that really surprised me when I spoke to you. I, I guess part of the reason I really had never done anything much with my listing was because when I do use my phone, I'm out and around and I'm looking for something, it's usually pubs or not, not exclusively yeah. drinking establishments, <laughs> but you know, like uh, say a pub or a store or something brick and mortar. So yeah. as an online business person, 
seeing there that I had to put my physical location and my physical location changes because it's a flexible online business. I kind of just thought like, you eh, know, this is just for like a drugstore or something. This isn't really for me, but you opened my eyes to that. It's yeah. not location dependent. No, it's not. Tell me. So that makes it great for online businesses. Tell it me about that. It makes it amazing for online businesses. So you can um, actually hide your service address. So you can literally just go in. And if you don't want your house showing on Google Maps and Google Search, um, which is what will happen if you work from home and you put your address in there, um, you can actually just go in and actually just delete it right out. And it will then shift your profile from an address location-based business to a service-based business, which means, and it literally says on there, does not serve customers at this location. So it just makes it so much easier. And I have clients who are graphic designers and um, like I have a hemp farm. They don't necessarily have people that like come to them, but they do sell online. They have an online store. So those kind of businesses, it's really important for them to have an online presence, especially on a very powerful tool like Google My Business, but they don't necessarily want people showing up to their house. Right, right. So yeah, you had, you had showed me something how I could actually target areas totally remote from mine, but where yes. my ideal clientele might actually be. So there's mm -hmm. this whole process you do that, that, that just blew my mind. Yeah, they give you 20 different service areas that you can actually input. Um, and I always encourage people to input zip codes because if you input countries too broad, even cities are too broad because if you were to have a graphic design business, you're probably mm -hmm. gonna primarily target other businesses. And if you put in a very residential zip code or if you put in the entire town or city, for example, right. it's also gonna be including those residential areas. So you're more likely going to want to target those business districts in that case. Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. And now it occurs to me after this last year and everybody working from home and a lot of people preferring to stay working from home and not realizing they can run their business from home, that might kind of complicate that a little bit, but still very, very powerful able to being able to do that. Yeah, it, definitely. So how does, for somebody who's not, you know, specialized in SEO or optimization at all. But I've seen in the stuff and, and in our conversations, you said the stuff that you had sent me to get up to speed on what it is you do, that this has a real role in the SEO for your website. How does that work? What's going on with that? How do these things play together? So Google, the first thing is your name, address, and phone number is an extremely important part of your business identity online. So you always wanna make sure that your name is the same every single place, your address is the same every single place, and that your phone number is the same every single place. Google is the biggest search engine and it will literally crawl all of the interwebs and search for those things. And as long as all three of those things match, it's going to know that this is you, this is you, this is you. It even pulls in your Facebook page, your LinkedIn page, your Pinterest profile. Um, as long as you're using those same you know, parameters, the name, address, phone number for all of those, it's literally going to pull all of those in. And you'll even see it on the bottom of people's Google My Business listing if they have it set up correctly. You'll see a little link to their Pinterest, to their Facebook, to their LinkedIn. Um, wow. And Google just knows to do that. So, And it, does it also link to your website, I guess, if you... 
Oh yeah. You put your website in there. Mm -hmm. Yep. And it also pulls from your website. So when you link to your website, Google my business, and I was just on a client call actually earlier today, and I was showing her, you know, like this is showing that this person's website has this particular term. Um, And in this case, it was a postpartum doula. And so this is why Google is displaying this above you. This is why Google is displaying this above you. Um, So we were talking through that, like what kind of blog post do I need to be posting to have this on my website a little bit more? So then that way it's giving Google those signals. Oh, that's really interesting. So the content on, oh, oh, sorry, the penny's just dropping for me. For you, this is everyday stuff. So the content that you're actually producing, like blog posts on your business is actually going to be impacting your Google My Business listing. Yes. And be reflected there. Oh, wow. And also the content that you put on your Google My Business can be from your website. For example, you should be doing um, one to three posts every week on your Google My Business. So it is kind of like a fail. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's okay. You can start now. Um, But you should be posting regularly to your Google My Business and you can post a blog post. So let's say you publish a new blog post or this podcast episode, you can put the cover photo for your podcast episode. You can put the show notes in the description. You have up to 1500 characters that you can use in the description for any post. And then you can also put a call to action. So you could put a learn more button and link that directly to where the podcast or the blog post is, you know, lives on your website. And that's also creating like spider webs of SEO information. Oh my God. Can you put multiple sites? Like for example, okay, this is me picking your brain. So I've got my website for my business, but part of my business, one side of my business is this podcast. Mm -hmm. And of course that has all the links out there on the podcast hosting, uh, YouTube channel, all that. Can those links also be part of it or is it just your business website? Nope. You can put them. Yeah. It depends as long as it's in the same vein. It's kind of, I have a funny story about that. I was part of a time blocking summit. Okay. That is not my area of expertise, but I'm kind of good at it because I'm a mom of three. I have a business, I have a house and like all of the things I do all of the things. My kids have been in school online for the past year. All of that combined um, makes me good at time management. And so, um, I did a segment for a pod or a time blocking summit and Google actually flagged that post from my Google, my business page, because it wasn't on brand for me. Um, so they knew that like, this isn't something that you normally talk about, so you can't post it. They actually stopped you from posting it. mm -hmm. Yeah. They deleted, they rejected the post. Um, and it said, because it was not, um, like content that relates to my business. Wow. So that's Would how you... smart they are. Okay. Then that, that leads me to wonder. So, I mean, it's great that they are keeping you on track and making sure you're using the best content to bolster what it is that you want to be known for, that you are known for. What's in it for them? Why do they need you to stay on brand? They want to be able, it's that it goes back to that same reason why they turned it into um, business managed listings. And that's because they want it to be the most accurate information. They want to make sure that if you're talking about marketing, that you're only talking about marketing, if that makes sense. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Ramifications there. 
So yeah. you said that we should be posting three times. We can be posting our blog post for the, for the busy entrepreneur who is challenged with low with time blocking around things like your your promotions, your social media marketing, that kind of thing. Can you use the same sort of things that you would post in any other of your social media marketing, like say LinkedIn or say if you do Facebook kind of posts for your business? Can you just repurpose it or is there another strategy? Yeah, you definitely can repurpose it, but you want to make sure that you're paying attention to the keywords that you're using in your Google My Business text. So when you're doing a post on Google My Business, I always um, do keyword research for our clients and I make sure that I'm hitting those keywords that people are searching for when they're thinking of that client. For example, postpartum doula. That has to be in every single post for that particular client. Because if it's not, then um, it's not going to display as high on the ranking for when someone is searching for a postpartum doula and therefore it's kind of like wasted effort. So it's really important to make sure that you're using the right keywords in those posts. Whereas on social media, you're not as concerned about that. You're more concerned about the overall messaging. Mm -hmm. um, and Google is a little bit different. So that then kind of leads me to wonder for the people that are actually trying, and they've made some sort of effort to be doing Google My Business, but they're not, they don't really know what they're doing. And, uh, you know, like you, you just posting occasionally and not necessarily on brand. Google hasn't figured out what your brand is yet from your Google, my business, because you're not consistent. Mm -hmm. You're actually hurting your SEO efforts over there on your website and everything else you're doing by half-assing your Google, my business and or, so is it, is it like just better to not do it at all rather than half-ass it? No. Um, you definitely want to be posting because that's giving Google the signals that like, this is an active business. They care about what the customers think. They care about their reputation. They care about that information that is public facing. So you always want to make sure that if you change your hours, you update it. If you change your address, you re-verify. If you get a new phone number, like I've changed my phone number three times because I can't decide on which provider I want to use, but I finally decided. So, um, you know, like you have to make sure that that is all up to date or else it's going to reflect on your Google My Business rankings. So you, I had asked you, as I love to ask people, what is the top thing that you wish people understood about you and or what it is you do for people? And one of the really kind of tantalizing things that you said was you wish that they knew that they're actually wasting time posting on social media to an audience who won't hear them or isn't ready to buy. And that yes. this can be as easy as spending a couple hours a month to see this huge increase in your revenue. That would be big, shocking news to a lot of online business people in particular who are like, oh, Facebook ads, Facebook ads, Facebook ads. Yes. You're saying that they could be wasting their time. Tell me a bit about they, that. It's not that they can be, it's that they are. <laughs> I'm going to be completely blunt about that. I was, I was softening that. it there. I was softening no. it. It's like definitively, you are wasting your time. You are definitely wasting your time. So I'm going to give you an example. On your Facebook business page, you have 1,000 followers. Totally making this up, just using it as an example. You have 1,000 followers. And at any given moment, Facebook is going to serve any post that you give or that you post to 2% of that audience. 2% of 1,000 is 20. So at any given moment, 
20 people could see your post out of those 20 people, how many of them are ready to buy your product or your service? Probably zero, maybe a half of a person, because maybe they've thought about it in the last six months or something, you know, Um, it's not where people go to look for things. Okay. Google is where people go to look for things. And 92% of Google searches turn into a sale within 24 hours. So that's another super duper powerful thing. Just for the people in the back, say that again, 92% of Google searches. So when someone's searching for like a location or a, a product or something like that, they're searching because they need it. They're searching because they have the money, they're ready to buy it. And that other 8% is the research, right? So they're ready to buy, they have the money in their hand and they're looking for whatever it is that you sell, you know, a haircut or a cup of coffee or whatever it is, but that is, they're going to spend money with that business 92% of the time within the next 24 hours. Wow. So basically make sure you are where they are when they're in purchase mode. Yeah. And like, why would you want to, why would Facebook? you want to, Yeah, no, it's not on Facebook. It's not on Instagram and it's not on LinkedIn. It's just um, LinkedIn is where you make those connections. Facebook and Instagram are more for brand awareness. Um, Yeah, I've heard it referred to just the other day. I was listening uh, to this marketing guru guy and he said, Facebook, Instagram is an awareness platform. Make no mistake, that's what it is. Yeah, and I think we are way caught up in the engagement and trying to chase the algorithm and all of those things. And it gets so tiring. I had a, just a, an hour ago, I had a, an audit call with someone. And the whole reason that she booked an audit with me is because I mentioned being burnt out on social media because everybody is, <laughs> it's literally like, you got to oh, say that so you got to keep saying that. Cause we are all just like, Whoa. yeah, it's so hard. You know, it's just a difficult, it's like, um, swimming upstream, you know, yeah. that's basically what it is right now because they're making it so difficult for us. And it is, I mean, the demands of it can be just ridiculous, like daily chores. You're, you're jumping through the hoops of these large businesses. Yeah. And Are you have these, no control. And as you say, maybe half a person, half a person is seeing yeah. what you put out there today. <laughs> Whereas, okay. Now you did say that three times a week you should be posting, but if you can kind of semi-replicate what you've done elsewhere, that that helps. So if somebody really didn't know what they were doing, can they still be doing this? Or like, I I kind of, even after you did an audit with me, Mm -hmm. we had a bit of a lapse because we had an email glitch there. And like they say, you know, within 24 hours, you're going to forget 80% of what you heard. Going back to it, I felt a little bit like, oh, what did Amanda say? So to get yourself set up, you probably should be talking to somebody like you who can, can get you set up properly and get you set on your way is, is, I mean, would you argue with me about that? I would not argue. Um, I would say if you want to do it right the first time, like from the beginning and make sure that your efforts are actually going to be working and they're getting you into that top three, because that's the most important. Another, um, factor is that people don't go to the second page. 96% of people don't go to the second page of Google. And there's that longstanding joke of where can you hide a dead body? It's on page two of Google. So um, that's so true. 
and nobody ever looks there. You know, it's just not somewhere that people look. So getting into that top three is really important. So if you're looking to get it done correctly from the beginning, you definitely want to talk to someone that is aware of all of the nuances and all of the ins and outs of Google My Business. Now, as somebody who's got a website and has talked to you about Google My Business and wants to talk to you again about it, um, excuse me, it it makes me wonder. I, I notice when I do Google searches, you say the top three. Nowadays, we're in competition for all these ad, 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 ad. Can we actually even hope to compete with the ads, even if we do optimize our Google My Business? When was the last time that you clicked on an ad versus one of those three? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You ignore the ads. You do, you do. (laughs) Well, unless you're being really sadistic and then you think, there, I'll click on that and I'll have to pay for it, but that's weird. Yeah, Um, yeah, most, Most people do go ad, I'm not touching it. Yeah. Because they want to know organically, like, who does Google think is the best business for this? Not who's paying Google to tell me that they're the best business for this. Um, So that's another thing. And I think it's just something that because we've been doing the Google ad thing for so long and we've been seeing them, at least I know I just go right down past them because I know, and it's not just because I do Google my business. I did this even before I did Google my business, but um, it's just kind of a natural human thing. Like it, it feels like, they're paying to be there. So they're maybe not the right choice because yeah. So, so we, we can't actually compete against them and because human behavior has people scrolling by them anyways. Yeah, exactly. Well, so speaking about, you know, like how people should get started, right. And all that, I mean, that's what you do. So tell me a little bit about what, you know, what businesses should be doing. And then some, have you no doubt have some experience with businesses that totally did the wrong thing. Yes, definitely. Any, any all, of intel? The above. all of the above. So what you should be doing is the first thing to do is go to business.google.com, search for your business name. And if it comes up, then you need to claim that listing. If it does not come up, then you need to create a listing. So a lot of times Google will actually automatically create listings for brick and mortar businesses because they know that they're there. They know that they exist. I've seen that claim yeah. this business. Oh, mm-hmm. oh okay. Yep. Okay. So you need to claim it. So that's why it's so important to go there first and search because if you duplicate it, then one of your listings is going to be deleted and it's almost always the one with the, all the reviews. So oh, <laughs> make sure that you're not doing that. So, okay. yeah. So that's the first thing that they should be doing. Just making sure that you have a listing filling it out completely, absolutely everything. Don't miss anything. Um, every box should have something in it. Every Everything should have something in it. So um, make sure you're uploading pictures and your logo and your cover photo. And I do have a little bit of a trick for that. Make sure that you add your cover photo before anything else, because there's a little bit of a glitch right now with their system. And if you put any other photos in first, then your cover photo is not going to show up. Oh. Super annoying. It's just something that's happening. So, so what, what can we as people who have, have an existing Google My Business listing do? To, can, is it impossible now to budge that existing cover banner? So you can, you just have to delete all your photos. So some businesses, this is like, okay, I've got like a hundred photos in there. And if I delete them all, it's just a pain in the butt. So um, if you're one of those businesses, I would just say, just forget it. Um, It's just going to pull from one random photo. So it's still going to have a cover photo, but it's just going to be a random photo that you've posted. Um, 
And if you only have like, say five, 10 pictures, I would just go ahead and delete them out and then re-add your cover photo and then re-add those pictures back in. So just make sure you do that first because they will prioritize that as the cover. Yep. That's good information. Hopefully they'll fix yeah. that soon, but I know. Thank, thank you for the, the workaround. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So get in there, get all your information in, make sure you've got your cover paid, the banner in that you want to have, and then start posting three times a week. Is it that simple? It is. It's crazy simple. And there are posting tools. So there's like Hootsuite, you know, those, to those types of tools. Yeah. Hootsuite is not one of them, by the way. Um, but <laughs> there okay. are tools that you can use. My favorite is a tool called Social Bee, and it allows you to post to your Google My Business. And I actually just acquired a new one, which I can't remember the name of it, um, but it's more for agencies to manage Google My Business listings. But um, there are lots of different tools out there. I think Social Pilot is one of them, is All the right. other one. And then there's another one called OneUp, OneUpApp.io. And that one is another that um, you can use to actually post. So you could theoretically spend an hour a month or two hours a month, go ahead and plan out your posts and make everything, you know, ahead of time. So let's oh, say the so end of June, you plan for July, post all of your posts and you're good to go. Forget about it. So can we be doing other social media posting simultaneously, like these tools, aren't just for Google My Business. Yeah, Social Bee, actually, this is the reason that I love it, um, is one that you can post to absolutely everything. You can post to Pinterest. You can post to LinkedIn pages. You can what? post to your LinkedIn profile. Yes. You can post to Facebook pages, groups, and your profile. You can post to LinkedIn, uh, or I already said LinkedIn, Instagram, and you can post to Instagram business as well. So, and Twitter, obviously, Jeez. but um, you can post all of these things, including Google My Business. So the other thing that I love about it is it allows you to select the call to action. So you have six different calls to action that you can, that you should be using when you do mm -hmm. a post. And it also allows you to pre-select those for the post as well. So can you then, if, if for whatever reason you looked at the six that they've got there, is it flexible? Can you edit them? Or no, it... it's, yep, there's just six standard ones. And you could always, like, add, like, the you can add a YouTube link or something like that. They don't like you to add website links in the text of your posting, but that's oh. what those call to actions are for. That's good information. Because, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, so many platforms have the don't post a link inside it. They don't want anybody leaving the platform. So yeah. Google, Google My Business is the same. Don't put the yep. links. There. put it in your description text but they literally have those things like it's book now order online sign up learn more and there's i think i'm missing two but um it's hard to remember all of them but you can you know you can just go there and kind of look through them so. and as a business owner you find that they what they offer covers all your needs yep it yeah. does it, it's comprehensive so just kind of drilling down on that one, you said they do allow you to use YouTube links. And mm -hmm. is that because yep. that's one of their products as well? So yeah, it's, it's a Google thing. So right. you can post a YouTube link and it will not get flagged. So they will wow. not reject your post. Okay. So social B just, just kind of, again, another little side, side road on that one. How much does that cost? If this, is a tool that it makes using Google My Business so much easier. 
I think it's around $49 a month. And it handles everything. Exactly. That's the thing. It's like you're making an investment into one tool that can handle everything. I know that some people use like the Facebook native scheduler and then they'll use Buffer or then they'll use Hootsuite and then they'll use all these other things when you can just use one tool. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. One thing to babysit. So when people come to work with you, I mean, like once, once they know everything that they need to know, as you said, it's pretty simple. You just set it up and keep feeding it with the correct kind of content. How do you work with clients? How do you help people? Tell me about, for example, how could you help me? Yeah. So you've already had an audit and that's the first step is for us to get together on a Zoom session and we'll go through and we'll look at your competitors. We'll also look at your listing and we'll see, you know, how quickly you could outrank your competitors if you follow the, the methods that we suggest. And we'll also, you know, just kind of dive into where you can make those improvements, um, how you can select the right locations for your business. So that is a, just a short 15 minute call. And it literally changes a lot of people's business. I've had so many people reach out to me after the audit and say, oh my gosh, I got my first client off of Google. Like I've had a graphic designer um, say that. And I've had a, what is she, a neuro, some sort of neuro doctor. I cannot remember the actually the actual title, but uh-huh. she, we just did a, an optimization for her, which is the next step. Um, and she has gotten three clients off of Google in one week since that optimization. So it's, she um, just didn't have the traffic prior to that. Nope. It's just because it's just targeting, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, you need to be thinking about what people are searching for, where they're searching and all of those things. It's really, really important. So, so once they've done the audit, what can you then offer them as far as services? Yeah. The next step is a complete listing optimization. So we go through and we overhaul um, everything about your listing. We also will geotag your logo, we'll geotag your cover photo, and we'll geotag a couple extra photos. So then that way we're getting them into the main areas that we want your clients to come from. Now, and can you can you multiple geotag them? Like for people who are doing the online businesses and have numerous locations that their services are available in? Yeah, you could geotag like one photo for one area and one oh, okay. photo for another area, but you couldn't do multiple geotags to one photo. Okay. Okay. Because it's just a coding thing. But yeah. um, but yeah, so that is the next step. So that usually um shows results within about a week or so. And you can literally see people's like, you know, results go up. I I just got really excited last week. Actually, it was earlier this week because I did all of the um, you know, monthly reporting. And when you do an optimization, I will also include an op- a report for your 30 days of activity after the optimization. So those are my favorite reports to pull yeah. because it's like, I get to see how much I got their, you know, their so, views increased. So you've got the, their... the, you've got their baseline mm-hmm. from the month before, and then you, oh, yeah. wow, that sounds cool. Yeah. So it includes two 30 day reports. So it's before the optimization and then from the date of the optimization for 30 days out. And it's wow. just pretty remarkable. The the yeah. results this week, I've seen about a 280% increase for someone's um, website views. Yeah. Just from wow. an optimization. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. So, so getting back into the weeds here. So, so you're, you're not only tracking who has seen it on Google via, you know, Google, my business, you're also seeing what it's doing for their website traffic. You're seeing the the button click through to, to their website. 
Kind of. So Google My Business actually tracks how many times someone clicks to your website, Uh how many times someone calls you from Google My Business. So it's really like from Google My Business, those insights. So there's um, website views, direction requests, and um, phone calls. So those are the three metrics that I pay the most attention to because every month we want to see those increasing. We don't ever want to see them decreasing. Mm -hmm. So those are the actions, you know, those are like the customers saying here, take my money. And that's, that's what we want. We want to take their money and give them great stuff that we do, you know? So that's interesting from a a consumer or non-consumer point of view. I guess I've always just thought of like Google my business listings that have the clickable phone number there as a convenience, as opposed to an analytics data point. Yeah. Or the company. It's a KPI for sure. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah. So do you, you do the audit, then you do the entire overhaul, the optimization. Yep. What else do and you then do people? The next step is, or the next level, I will say, it's not necessarily a step because the management actually includes that optimization. So um, all of our management clients get that optimization first because we want to make sure that their listing is obviously at the level that we want it to be at before we start posting. So we will post to their profile every single month, 12 times per month, and every single post is optimized for descriptions, keywords, and it's also geotagged to those specific locations. Another example of that is the postpartum doula that I was talking about. I just had a call with her and we were doing her monthly reporting call where we mm-hmm. go over her report and, and talk about, you know, what happened and her um, views went up about 300% as well in the last month in May. So wow. it's pretty dramatic. And she was so happy. She's like, I don't need to talk to you until September now. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that, that I guess that's great. a happy client, right? Oh, yeah. Good. Exactly. I don't have to ever talk to you again till September. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, um, but so that's you, what's included. Okay. So there's the three levels, the, the audit, the optimization, and then the management. Yes. And we do also have educational resources as well. So we do have a masterclass. So if you want to learn how to manage your, um, you know, profile, your listing by yourself, mm-hmm. then you can also take the masterclass and learn it all, learn our methods, learn everything that we do. And then we also have a half day intensive. So this is mainly for businesses that are looking to maybe train their um, receptionist or train someone that's there every day to manage that listing for them. Yeah, That is a half day intensive where we can sit with the business owner and that whoever that support person is and really give them the attention and go through everything. So that way they can learn, ask questions, create postings and all of those things. Wow. So Google my business, something that is, you know, like as we were saying earlier, is not even on some people's radar. As a consumer, it's very convenient, but as a business owner yourself, not even on your radar. And now this is how impactful it can be for your business. It's huge. Oh, Oh my God. So do you have any last words that you'd like to, in case anybody's still sitting there thinking like, hmm, not sure, what last words would you want to leave them with about Google My Business? If you're not using Google My Business, you are leaving money on the table. And I want you to think about what your average ticket is and imagine having just 10 more of those a month, right? 10 more sales per month. What would that do for your business right now? My yeah. blown. 
Amanda, thank you so much for being here and talking with me and telling me all this about Google My Business, something that we all as business people should be on top of. Thanks so much. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Okay. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. Did you know that podcast guesting, being the featured guest interviewed on podcasts, is one of the hottest 2021 ways to build brand, audience, and your business? to get your unique message and personality out there to those who need to hear it. As a podcaster myself and a business consultant, I help turn entrepreneurs into business people who can proficiently and profitably use podcast guesting as a powerful part of their marketing plan. Want to know more? You can download the five-step guide below in the notes, or if you really want to get moving on it, book a call and let's map out how we could make it part of your marketing plan. 